glory in the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. But now's the time to work and strain at a sport that tests the spirit and challenges the brain. Come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Yeah, I'd like to have 75 degrees and sunny all the time, too, but that's not football. Do you fear the force of the wind, the slash of the rain? We're going to play a suit right in rain. Go face them and fight them. Be savage again. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Put Me In Coach podcast. I am Bobby Blanco. To my right here is Gregory Porter. Hey, what's going on, guys? Ian Foster to my left. For the first time. And for the first time, and directly across is Tom Natale. Hey, Bob. How are you going? How's it going? We've got a uh, fun little show this, this afternoon, or this evening, for I guess I should say. Uh, we have MCM recording us and doing a little package. Hey, uh, thank you to Corey, who is shooting us right now as we record in our studio. Um, it's very exciting for us. We, we can't wait. We were hoping to do a Facebook Live. But we weren't able to get that together, but hopefully that's in the next couple of weeks, get that up and going so we can broadcast our shows live and bring them right to you through Facebook, which is pretty exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's get to it because we have an exciting show, right, Tom? All planned yeah. out. Uh, obviously, the Super Bowl this past weekend. Sure. Um, we've had a week to kind of digest what happened last week when a we talked bit. about Alex Smith and yeah. the Redskins. Um, that was very chaotic, and now um, we've kind of all taken in. We have, there's more information available, too, so we can kind of digest that. And then we'll talk about what we couldn't get to last week in some, some basketball. The hoops, Finally. And, and actually maybe be able to talk about the Wizards. <laughs> yeah, not, get, not get sidelined. A little bit, Wait, yeah. We're in February, and we haven't talked basketball yet. We've been is, trying. We've been, and we're, us three are huge hoop heads. Yeah. Trying our best, but d- darn it if the Redskins won't let us. <laughs> they, they, they just really won't. They just won't let us do it. It's their time to shine at all times, especially now that we're the off-season. I mean, we're off-season champs. That's the point. Yep. We're winning off the field? <laughs> I believe that's what it's called. <laughs> Bruce? Uh, winning off the field? There, there he is. is. There's my Bruce. So I, I, <laughs> the, the topic was, I think, when we had Paul here, too, all of us rooted for the page, predicted the Patriots to win. So Everyone did he. here wanted the Patriots to win. He did it on purpose. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, and for it sure. It worked. So yeah, it did. I, I was at the grocery store today, and this random guy in a Redskins sweatshirt, I don't know why he started talking to me, he goes, go Eagles, right? I was like, no. You no. shut your no. like, dirty mouth, sir. He's like, what, are you a Patriots fan? I was like, no. And I was like, I'm a fan of the shirt that you're wearing. And he's like, yeah, but I mean, it's the NFC East. we got to root for our, our, you know, our division no. counterparts. I'm no. Like, I was no. Like, That's not how it works. I was like, no. sir, no. 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 I want Philadelphia to have nothing but sadness. Yes. For all eternity, yes. Sports sadness, I don't yes. Know what, and um, so, yeah, that's it's a, kind of like a weird dialogue that I've heard over the past week. That you know, do you root for the teams that are in your division? Because like you remember when do you root for ACC teams in the tournament when Maryland would get bounced or something like that? Sort of, it's, but not really. Yeah, yeah but I as never, long as it's not Duke, yeah. yeah. Then yeah, I I feel like I saw so many people with brand new Eagles gear, like. They won the Super Bowl. That next morning, they waited for Target to open at 9 a.m. and they bought like all Eagles gear. I was like, "What the what the fuck?" Yeah, it came out of the bushes. The, yeah. the woodwork. They're just like, "Oh yeah, I rooted the whole time." It's yeah. like, "What are you? I'm get out of here!" I'm from South Jersey. Eagles fan my whole life. I'm yeah, sure, I'm sure. So it's not us as Redskins. Like we're not the weird ones, right? Right. Like, no. As passionate Redskins fans, I mean, we're. St- I want nothing but for the Cowboys, Giants, and Eagles to lose at all times. Yeah. Correct. 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 Yeah. The okay. Giants, I don't care as much about. Which is weird because I agree. Yeah, but the Eagles because they're and not the as Cowboys. dicks about it though. Correct. Well, yes, but organizationally, Dallas the, and Philly easily because, are much uh, bigger dicks. Well, it was Talking actually the fan bases or just the team. Truth. Yeah, probably yeah, fan bases. Yeah, the fan bases yeah. because the team. If there's a team to be actually most angry at, it's the Giants because they were the ones that told on us about that salary cap. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, 
Tattle whatever we did, sons of bitches. loophole that we found, and then we were docked $33 million in one offseason. That hurt. Yeah. That hurt bad. Either way, I mean, we hate the Giants, but it's always gone like, you know, Cowboys number one, then Philly's right there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know why that is. Because th- the Giants, they won their two Super Bowls with Eli mm-hmm. against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wasn't upset. I, think, I don't think I was either. Yeah. Definitely not the first one because that stopped the undefeated season. I was actually more upset about that because I wanted I was, to witness yeah. history. Yeah, I, really? wanted, I wanted to see 19-0. Uh, I, I did not want to see that for the Patriots for whatever reason. And then the second one, I was more like, eh. But, I mean, the, the, the point of the matter is right now, the Redskins have the longest Super Bowl drought in the NFC East. That's good. And that bothers me. Mm-hmm. And that's a major reason. Like when when the game was over, when it finished, I truly, truly was happy, very happy for my friends and family that I know who are legit Eagles fans. Like I was happy for Paul. I, I could not imagine what he was going through because I was not happy for you, I have Paul. never, I never. Nor I was, was happy there. for him, for individuals, not for the entire city. I I haven't watched a single celebration video. I'm not going to watch the parade. I haven't. Like, everyone's talking about the videos of all those Wait, Philly fans Bobby, going I, crazy a word in the streets. There's a word you just said that I don't know what that is. Which one is which one's that? That would be, um, I think you said parade? Pay up. <laughs> <laughs> what were you guys betting on? <laughs> Whoa, we're, I, I was like, that, that took five minutes. Five, five minutes, minutes on the five dot. On <laughs> Perfect. What was the bet? About you doing the bit where you don't know the definition of parade <laughs> or happiness or anything else. Yeah. It was like, we knew it was coming. The I other was one like, was I network get... connectivity problems. Yeah. Yep. Nope. Yeah. Happiness. Which, which would have happened. Which would have happened. <laughs> we yeah. would have got there. <laughs> That's nice. so funny. Should have okay. taken that bet. I said, um, I said no bet, but I just wanted to have some. Just for fun. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to pay me a dollar. Do you, speaking no, of parades, we all, all three of us won. Do you feel bad for that New England child that's been to like more parades than God days? No. But like, so once the game ended, I stopped watching. I, I didn't watch yep. the trophy presentation. I didn't watch anything after. Once that final play, once the ball hit the ground and I knew the Eagles yep. won, I turned away. I didn't watch anything. So you, you didn't I see, to add, in, immediately. to add insult to injury, you didn't see Daryl Green. No, I saw that on Twitter and, and I was trophy. like, what is happening? Dude, I was watching. I was like, wait, why wait, was wait, he, wait. Why, why is, is he doing Darryl this? Why is Daryl Green walking through? <laughs> yeah. He f- never once <laughs> left no. the Redskins. What, he has nothing to do with either organization. What was he doing? Does, do Dawkins, we know? Brian Dawkins was in the house. Do we know why? Brian was, Dawkins want, walked that down. Yeah. Well, usually like a Hall of Famer gives it to he them. He just got inducted. I'll, I'll, I, I don't fine. know. That, but, is that why? Like, first of all, like we're Ian and I are both so dejected because I just I just felt like a Redskins loss. I was like, oh my God, Philly's going to be so happy and so annoying and happy and annoying and happy and annoying. And then Daryl Green, like one of our all-time favorite players of ever, comes out and gives them the trophy. It's just like... I mean, no, that, that made no sense. Blue. Yeah, uh, Ridiculous. And then, of course, their entire city trashed Philadelphia. Yeah. Which, Seriously. Like, what like, looting. the hell like, was that? Like, parting the streets is one thing, but, like, looting Wawa and flipping cars over. And, yeah, and setting shit on fire. Like, There's a guy that ate horse shit. They love that. That happened. There was That's a video of a guy what? eating horse shit off the ground that and a crowd happened. of people cheering him on yep. to do so. And then he threw it up and caught it in his mouth, too. Yeah. So it wasn't just like he made a mistake. Separate incident. No, no. Separate incident. Uh, maybe off the field. Probably the same guy that punched the horse in the face was out on bond and then stole said horse <laughs> because someone stole a fucking police horse during the chaos. That's... <laughs> they got a thing for horses. That that would I think I would like to hope that that wouldn't happen here. And and you know we were talking about this earlier. We've got like twenty different police departments and federal agencies. That if if DC decided to riot in 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 a Super Bowl victory of the Redskins, I feel like they have enough of the people are training in which to squash that quick enough to not happen. I agree. Um, or I'd also like to believe that we would be. I feel like there'd be a little bit of it. But certainly not to. It looked like all of Philly like was on was on fire. It, it like was it looked riot. ridiculous. Yeah. But to that point, I mean, I was 
legit like in the riots last year during the inauguration. I, right. I went down living in DC. I well, went yeah, down yeah, you're and right that there. was nuts. I yeah, mean, yes, and they did a there was over a million did, people down there. Yeah, they did. I mean, considering how that it was in fact a riot, they did a pretty good job of containing it. I mean, yeah, yeah people broke shit and set things on fire, but I would think a Super Bowl parade or a championship parade would be more of a celebration and we would I mean, obviously yeah. there are a select few who and that happens to every and that's fan just base. Gonna be what yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. But I think but it would be a little I would hope a little more controlled than what we just saw in Philly. Yeah. Or well, a little more celebratory. Hopefully there's nobody. They're like, we won, let's break stuff. <laughs> I would say like, let's won, let's just go party in the streets. You yeah. Know? I'll also say it would probably be a different dynamic because the majority of all local fans don't live in DC. True. They're either in Montgomery or Prince George's County or Northern Virginia somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Of course, DC being a transient town, most people that actually live in DC that's, proper. That's a very yeah, good point. Actually all, fans. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point too. Um, um, but back to your question about the kid with the the you know I've seen how many many parades yeah. and I'm only 12 years old or whatever. Yeah. Fuck that kid. Like, <laughs> like again, I didn't see the end of the game, but my dad he was like, yeah, I couldn't. I was talking to him today. He's like, I couldn't really. I didn't have a dog in the fight, so I. I Wanted both teams to lose in a weird way, but sure. he said it did feel really good to watch Tom Brady walk off the field with all his pouty face mm-hmm. and not even shake Nick Foles' hand. That was and, that was, that was and pretty, him that was and him shitty. like take the the loss solo. He's like that yeah. was worth it. And yeah. and it's also a different dynamic because you know when Cam Newton was a sore loser, he got a lot of backlash for it, and rightfully yeah. so. He didn't handle it well. No, he didn't. But there's a double standard when it comes to Tom Brady. I felt I felt so a, bad for him in the, in the. He's yeah. a competitor. He yeah. hates to lose. Yeah. In the interviews, Newton, though, he was a thug. He, he was like he was like 15 minutes out of the out of just losing and just like having that brutal loss and having no hope of like honestly he would have to been the most Tom Brady he's ever been in his life to get that touchdown and it didn't happen <laughs> and then 15 minutes into that interview like every single question by the by the press was just so demoralizing it was just like so how much of a piece of shit do you feel <laughs> like are you are you going to retire he was asked if he was going to retire like seven times and he's just like dude, we, we literally just ended the game that like yeah, i'm not even thinking about that right now and that's the thing if the same thing happened to cam newton he got brutally brutally yeah. murdered for it yeah and he handled it shittily yeah completely but so did tom brady right just because yeah. he's i think he's the goat i really do yeah he's the greatest of all time you can't go to eight super bowls and not be the greatest right yeah. but the way he handled that at 40 years old you know he, better. I you know did, better. I, yeah. Go shake Nick Foles' hand. That he didn't say do. Say congratulations. Well. Yeah, no, they yeah. should have. He handled shittily. And and I, I like the Patriots. I, I don't have a problem with them. But he handled that very poorly. Yeah. He did. He did. And it was the Patriots, although, have spoiled us uh, because I think for us in the Super Bowl, really the, one of the most important things, I just want to see a good game. Yep. The last thing I'd want to see is a blowout because, yeah. you know, I want to be excited and entertained for the next three to four hours. And every single Patriots Super Bowl, has been in, even in their in their losses have been incredibly entertaining. Mm-hmm. You know, want to start at the first with against the Rams at the Vinatieri um, field goal at the buzzer. Mm-hmm. Then the, the same, essentially the same thing with the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Another great game against Philly. Pa- I mean, th- yep. that was back and forth too. Yep. Then they had, this, they had the two yeah. losses to the Giants. Both were amazing games. The yep. David Tyree catch. That's, yep. You know, in NFL lore. Yeah. I mean, that's they show that. And then the Seahawks, the Malcolm Butler Malcolm interception, yep. and then um, what we saw with the twenty-eight to three against the Falcons in this game. These have all been that's true, just incredible games, and you know ones that are I'm going to remember probably for the rest of my life. Yep. yep. Um, oh yeah. Yep. Where do, where does this game rank with the best Super Bowls that you've seen? Because it was a fantastic game. It was a great game. Yeah. It was yeah. a great game. I probably put it top five. Yeah. It definitely wasn't better than last year's. No. No. 
But like you got yeah. the Arizona. My uh, my favorite Pittsburgh game was, uh, was Rams Titans was was my favorite. That was a great game. game. Oh man, the yard short. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was unbelievable. Yep, the Rams Titans one. I thought the yeah the Patriots Rams or the Patriots Panthers. Both of those games were fantastic. I mean, you even got to put Patriots Falcons up there. <laughs> Which Absolutely. is which is fucking hilarious and, is that they're um, pretty much all involving the Patriots. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, they've been in eight e- in, in recent every, memory. But every single one that they went in and did was they 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 battled every time. It wasn't like a, deci- a definitive uh, uh, win. Each one was like either they were coming back or it was back and forth or it was never decided like the the Patriots were the Patriots. It was like all right, we need to wake up and win, um, like it was last year. And this year they had that same thing where they got hit in the nose first. And they never recovered, and they never figured it out, and they could never get that 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 rhythm going down the field, and it just wasn't enough. Well, it was really their defense that didn't figure it out. Yeah. Because yeah. if you let's, I, I'm glad this actually happened. Let's look at Tom Brady's statistics: twenty eight for forty eight, five hundred five yards passing, yep. yeah, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Guess what happened? He lost. He lost. He lost. Yeah. So I, I like the reason why I tell that in is because all the never Kirkers Kirk saying Cousins. he doesn't win the yeah. game, he doesn't win, he doesn't win. Was it Tom Brady's fault that the Patriots lost this game? I was happy about that too. Nope. Nope. Against an excellent defense, five hundred five yeah. yards yeah. passing. Yeah. Without his number one receiver in Brandon Cooks and without Julian Edelman, and yeah. still did that. That might have been his best game. But in wins the Super and Bowl. losses, bro. Wins and losses. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it Stats was, don't matter. <laughs> Even right. when it's to the, Quit to, the facts, to the Tom. To the greatest quarterback of all time. <laughs> yeah, but if Kirk does it, then Kirk sucks though. True. I like to know how many people actually listen to us and think that way. I'm sure we got a couple. We got a couple. Oh, I mean, we got a couple never cookers. I would be. love. There should a, be. I would love to put them on the show. Put them on the show. Yeah, I would. I really want to get to know him. Um, I listened to Bill Simmons' podcast today, and he, he is a Boston Knight, mm-hmm. Bostonian, what have you. Yeah. And uh, he goes. He goes. I'm not too upset because I have five. Yeah, you know, that. But <laughs> it, it was more along the lines like, look. The, the Philly was the best team all year. Yeah, they really were. Hey, really I was wrong. Yeah, hey, I was wrong. They, they, des- they, they deserved, deserved to win. And, they they and, played yeah. a better game. They There's credit to them. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it, it's good. too bad that this was the Eagles that won this game because you know, for me, I, I wish I could appreciate Nick Foles more than for I'm sure the rest of America appreciates and can admire and be inspired by someone that was a starter, then got benched, got cut, yeah. then he, re- he briefly retired, then he came back, and then you know one year later, he's the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like the American dream in a nutshell, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, 28 for 43, 373 yards, three touchdowns. How do you dislike him? I like, can't. I wish this was not filled. I wish this was, yeah. say, Tampa Bay Yeah. or anything. Tennessee, <laughs> I don't this, care. Anyone besides the Ravens, th- Eagles, or Cowboys. I would yeah. love <laughs> this team. Because I respect the hell out of them. Yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. I respect the hell out of them what they did. They, they went out. The GM, smart moves. Doug Peterson, Jesus Christ, great coach. Yeah. yeah. Carson Wentz, I love him too. Yep. I hate that I have to play him for the next 10 years. Yep. Nick Foles, respect the hell out of him. Yep. Why does that have to be the Eagles? Because <laughs> their fans are fucking terrible. Why? It's their fans. <laughs> it's not the team. Their, their players are saying. amazing. They their coaching staff it. and their front office yeah. is awesome. All of that is just, they're fantastic. Their city and their fans, and they proved it. After the win, yeah, like Wins. Paul, I don't know what the hell you're talking about because <laughs> all of Philly just destroyed it the next yeah. day. 
Like it was no, that whole night, that night. It was I, just I've, insane. I've been around some passionate fan bases. I have never seen another fan base throw full beers at opposing fans that are just calmly walking to a stadium with women. Like it's not yeah, even like, like, it was like, it guys, was like nobody It wouldn't like, be as bad if they didn't just revel in the fact that they were assholes. Yeah, you know, yeah, they enjoy it. They like it. Yeah, know, and I respect that they're passionate. That's why I can't I be happy about that it. they're loyal. But to say that oh, there's bad apples everywhere. That's true. But there, there is. There are some bad fans, and then no, they get so that mob this mentality. Is, this is why they have this reputation yeah. because of what you saw yeah. on Sunday, tearing their city apart, and what yeah. should have been a celebration. Yep. Yeah, and then that, that was celebrated for them. <laughs> That's exactly celebrated. <laughs> uh, for them. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. And, oh my god! Did you, did you see the guy that that uh, crowd or uh, dove off of the Ritz Carlton? I did, but he didn't actually. He didn't dive. He just like he was. He was talking out of the people below him. He was like, "You gonna catch me? He was cool." Like, he was like stood straight up and just. No look behind the back, just fell over backwards, like completely trusting complete strangers to catch him twenty feet or fifteen feet off the ground. Yeah, like he popped back <sighs> up though. He did. He popped back. He, he uh, played. He played it for a couple. Cockroaches. You can't pick. Can't keep them down. <laughs> you know what? What I thought was also, I, I think, what was the NFL's nightmare because they've had a a lot of negative publicity this year, yeah. down in viewership, fans, what have you, and then the catch rule came in. Oh, you imagine if they God. didn't get it, the Zach Ertz. You imagine touchdown. if they didn't get that That's touchdown. They, they had to call it like, that. oh my yeah, God, they, they had to because, and at the same time, that was not a catch with Jesse, Jesse James and the Steelers yeah. against the Patriots. Yeah. Exactly. So, but we're watching it with. You the, think they made that? The they made Patriots that move fan. in the in the booth or in uh, in New, in New York, For wherever me, it is. Who, who knows? But we're watching it with the Patriots fan who's sitting there saying, "I don't want this to go our way." I don't want this to go our way. Even though he's losing the game, he said, no, I don't want it to go this yeah. way. Because if we win... That's exactly what you'll be remembered Then by. we're going to be shat, shat on. Yeah. 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 Add that right behind uh, Tuck Rule. Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Says the Raiders fan. This is... <laughs> I, I would, fumble. <laughs> <laughs> that was ruled correctly. This never. None of this ever happens. I'd really say... <laughs> then he's 4-4. Four and four. Well, No, he wouldn't have gotten the Super Bowl. Yeah, this offseason for the NFL, the ends. this has got to be one of their top priorities. we got to figure out what a catch is so this doesn't have to be debated week after week after week, and it's almost a blessing that this happened in their biggest game. Yeah. Because it's still, I don't know what a catch is. Nobody yep. does. According Nobody to their does. rules. And I th- when it happened, I was like, that's not a catch. If, if you go yeah. back on the Jesse yeah. James play with the Steelers. But, then you, but yeah. then you count the feet, you count the steps, and you're like, okay, well, I guess he's running now. It's like, like just like the Jesse James, I thought that was a catch. Yeah. Right. But according to the rule, it's not a catch. Right. So then why the fuck is this one a catch? I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter. <sighs> They they played a better game. They won the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean that that really is what it comes yeah. down to. You know, Screw you, Miami, for trading <laughs> Jay Ajayi. Screw you. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Carson, Carson Wentz, and you're terrified that we have to go against them. The Philly did this without Carson Wentz. Yeah, the MVP or one probably would have been the MVP or top three, what have you. He still finished with more touchdowns than Tom Brady. Wow, and he missed three games. Wow. Yeah. That's so you know a it's lot of a lot of things statistic. need to go right. To win a Super Bowl, right? A lot of things, like whether that's you know fortuitous bounces, you know staying healthy, things like that. But the Eagles faced obstacle after obstacle, and they were resilient and still won. So imagine with if things go right, where they stay healthy, their star player doesn't tear his ACL towards the end of this season. They they lost their Hall of Fame left tackle, lost their best linebacker, and still won a Super Bowl against yeah. one of the yep. best teams you against know what, the dynasty. You know what I've been wondering? How much? That Stefan Diggs touchdown in the division round changed oh. the fate for the Eagles. Yes. I'm not saying the Saints definitely would have beaten the Eagles, but I think the Saints would have put up a better fight. I mean, maybe the Vikings just had a bad day. 
bad game, but they were so bad in the in the conference championship game. Yeah. If the Saints win that game and go to Philly, That's a good I point. think they put up a better fight I, I and maybe Saints. even come away with a win. Yeah. I take Saints, but I also took the Patriots. Like, yeah, what the hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So, but, but, I mean, but like you talk about fortuitous bounces. If that yeah. was just one thing that ended up going because they matched up better against uh, the Vikings. And yeah. they Atlanta got lucky. was inside the Eagles' 10. Yeah. And, and four opportunities. Yeah. Julio Jones dropped the game-winning touchdown. Yeah. They could have lost in the first round. I thought they were going to lose. I don't think he was getting those feet in, though, regardless. That's, I mean, still, but still. like. But, yes, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I agree. They were he un- slipped. He slipped. If he doesn't slip, he probably catches there it and comes out yeah. with it. And they were underdogs in every game that they played, including all of these were home games besides the Super Bowl. Yep. I mean, that is really unprecedented what they yeah. did. Uh, so, I think you're – I mean, it's just – Team of Destiny, almost. I mean, it's a team of destiny, but I think they're here to stay. They're here to stay. Okay, I, so I called. I called it before the playoffs. Yeah. I said they're going to win the Super Bowl next year with Carson Wentz. No. And right. now, well, well, what do you do? So this, like, makes, me, trade this makes me sad all day. You trade Foles? I would trade Foles. Is Carson Wentz going to be ready by Week One? All in for Week One? But who either cares? way, I mean, who cares? They're still going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Even if so, you're going to start Nate Sudfeld for the first four games. If, Su- you mean Super Bowl champ Nate Sudfeld? Uh, that's true. Throw some spec on it. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Super Bowl champ. He would not have won that here. No, um, he wouldn't. So have. you're saying trade Foles? His, say trade his, Foles. his value is not going to go be any higher to where it's at now. And he's got one year left on his contract. Yeah, so Jeff they, Fisher's out of the NFL. Yeah, so he can't screw up his the, career. The only <laughs> thing is, and I heard a Philly sports talk writer joined uh, Grant and Danny on 106.7 today, and he said, "You just you can't because you don't know how Carson went. He tore two ligaments in his knee, mm-hmm. and late in the season too. It was like the second week of December." So you don't know how his rehab's going to be, how he's going to be week one, week two, three, four, et cetera. You know, what if you get to tra- – if you trade Foles this offseason and you get to training camp and you are going to have to play the first four games without him and you don't have the Super Bowl MVP. I mean, I get that that's his That's a va- safe play. I get that his value has never been higher, never will be higher. But you should totally trade him, Philly. What are you going to get him for? Also, what do you want for him? should totally get rid of him off your team. No, I hope they don't trade him. I hope they do. But I think they... Do you keep on to him? Maybe try to dish him out at the deadline? But, I mean, that's not how the NFL deadline works. You don't have to do it this offseason. You could do it next year at the beginning of the year. Yeah. You don't don't have to do it in the offseason. That's also going to do. Do you use him for those until Carson Wentz is completely healthy to come back and then dish him? But, like... That's not really The NFL is so desperate. Teams are so desperate to have a good quarterback that they'll pay... Yeah. A first round pick like they did for Sam Bradford, who's going to yeah. be a free agent. Watch, so the, watch the Redskins buy him up. Well, I was saying, like, what if you know Stop the Redskins that. start? What if the Redskins start like four and one, and then knock on wood, Alex Alex Smith gets yeah. hurt. Yeah, we're going to throw. We're going to go the rest of the season. Colt McCoy. Would you try to go get Foles? <laughs> Bruce would go for Foles. Yeah, without question. Hey, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so either way, you can add Nick Foles to the list of pending quarterbacks that don't know. Yeah. don't know where they're going to be playing this fall. Yeah, what if so. Minnesota wants to go after him? Because they don't have three quarterbacks. They don't know what they're going to do with yeah. them. So you got Case I mean, Keenum, Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Bradford, Nick I Foles. Bradford Bridgewater. Uh, potentially. Yeah. Potentially. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, potentially. Yeah. It's RG3 over there. I mean, I mean, yeah. it's like Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. I mean, that's a big yeah. question for Philly for me. Because it, also, I mean. And that doesn't, you, and that excludes the rookies too. The three first round potential picks for yeah. Baker Mayfield. and Yeah. And if you do trade them, what if Carson Wentz, God forbid, you know. Can't play next year or gets hurt again, and you want now his career's in jeopardy. Are you saying what if Carson Wentz RG threes? Yeah, essentially. I mean, I mean, you never wish that upon a guy, but it's possible. I mean, it's a yeah. catastrophic yeah. knee injury for a quarterback. What I can't you get hit again right there is his career could be over. If Carson gets hurt, 
RG3 will find a way to make it his fault. All about himself. He'll tweet about it. <laughs> oh, he will. For that sure. was unbelievable. He, for sure tweet about it. <laughs> that he, he said that. Is he actually going to arena football? Is that happening? I mean, XFL? He'll probably go to the XFL. Yeah. 2020. You think so? Him oh, and Johnny Manziel. I know Manziel's going. Die. That, oh, yeah. That's a guarantee. <laughs> well, apparently <laughs> they won't Wait, take anyone. Wait, I get free Bud Light in my contract? <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. What are, what are the cheerleaders like? Yeah. What are they? What are they? Fives? Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, any more uh, Super Bowl recaps, guys? No, congratulations to the Eagles. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they deserve it. The that players, tastes like vinegar. Players saying. only. It really does. It, I, I, they deserve I, it. I, I hate the fans, but you know what? I respect the hell out of the organization right now. Yep. They're doing it the right way. Yeah, no. They, did they great. even gave a Super Bowl ring to their long snapper from last year who had to retire due to heart surgery. That's awesome. Yeah. Why does it have to be the Eagles? <laughs> Any other team? Any other yeah. team? I'd be I would see. Laugh. They need to take a. They need to take a, a pointer from their freaking organization and learn some humility and respect and just you know sure common they, decency. I'm sure they will. Yeah. <laughs> Overnight too. Like <laughs> oh, Jesus. And I'd also just realize Ian and I said this on Sunday night. I just realized two of the teams we hate the most have won Super Bowls in the past five years. Correct. The Ravens and the Eagles. Yep. That's nice. I, I really, At least the Cowboys I, haven't done it. Nick Foles has, has more playoff wins than the Cowboys do in what the last twenty years. That's nice. Yeah, I like but, that. But <laughs> they've won sooner than we have. True. Why'd you have to bring that up? Because <laughs> it's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go back to the Redskins. So, as oh for boy. anyone that listened last week, we found out about the Alex Smith blockbuster trade just minutes before we came on. Yeah. Yep. And uh, it was quite a raw reaction. Hi, Bruce. <laughs> there's been Bringing nothing. Bruce there's so, been nothing but Alex Smith B-roll going. Yeah. So we've had a week to process it. I, I read a lot of articles, watched all these videos, and oh, whatever. So, Bobby, Greg, Ian, what are your thoughts now? Right now, here's my thing. I'm gonna go a little spiel. Sorry. Go for it. Right now, it's and I said this after we went off air last week. It's nothing against Alex Smith going into this offseason, knowing that we would. Lose Kirk. On the list of available quarterbacks, I would think Alex Smith is near, if not at the top of that list. Absolutely. So if you take it at face value that we're having Alex Smith for the next couple years of quarterback, that's good. That's thumbs up. It's one, the extension that we gave him, the money that we were reportedly guaranteeing him, which, again, we don't know the full details about that because there's probably opt-out after a season or two. Sure. We believe it was $71 million. We believe it was $71 million, but... There's a lot on injury. Now people... Injury, too. People are saying that's probably going to be closer to like $40 40 million million guaranteed. It's that that extension at his age, that and that's also kind of a spit in the face to Kirk because it was the contract he was supposed to get two years ago. Yeah. It's the... Number two, it's the trading of... um, Kendall Fuller. Kendall Fuller, thank you. Are arguably our best defender, who is young, controllable, and cheap talent mm-hmm. that we could have extended for a long time, and have really built a foundation in the secondary with. It's the trading yeah. of him, and then it's three. It's just the, again, the handling of the whole situation. You yeah. know, handling Kirk, handling that Kendall Fuller had to find out via Twitter that he was being traded. So did that Kirk. Someone, so did Kirk. That someone in the organization told him it was not him, and then five minutes later he found out that it was him. Yeah. On Twitter. Bullshit. I mean, that's just. What does that say about your organization? The most, I mean, yeah, the most no, Redskins thing they ever. They don't that give a crap about So their that's what bothered me. They're about. not real people to them. Again, on the face of it, Alex Smith as the Redskins quarterback for the next couple of years, good. The way the whole thing transcribed and went about, bad. And I was not happy with how that all you went can't, You can't sum that up any better than yeah, what you just I said. Full, I fully agree. Yeah. I think there's, there's still the issue. And what we're giving up. Well, absolutely. Fuller, Fuller makes insult to injury. 
it's it's all right. You know, like, okay, Alex Smith is a great quarterback. Hopefully he'll be able to make it work in the system that we have here. Fuller really sucks that we're losing him at the same time. Why we needed to do that to get Alex Smith for how much we're paying for him allegedly makes zero sense to me. But Alex Smith still has the same problems that we were talking about before. You know, our running game isn't what it is in Kansas City. Our wide receivers aren't what they are in Kansas City. Our O-line isn't what it is in Kansas City. All of what made him successful with all the well, with all the injuries. And the defense. Defense is better in Kansas City. Right. Um, so everything he had going for him to be able to and on also um, you know, I mean He's he's a quarterback that can move, and he's got you know that kind of cut ability to be able to go down um, at like a little bit better than what Kirk had. So I get that, but I'm so proud of him. Right I'm now. Like, like literally. Oh I'm my god! Get, keep get going. Gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna jump right now. <laughs> he's flushing. That's, like that's like hilarious and accurate. So I mean, like he he could, but there's so many ifs with the team itself for him to be surrounded by the right people to be able to make that work. That. Year after year, we've been optimistic about and said that, you know, it's going to happen and then it doesn't materialize. So we're paying for this great quarterback that's supposed to kind of be the glue. And there's really nothing else to stick to him at the moment because everything else is kind of up in the air. The running game, the the O line, the, the you know, like the, the, wide, the receivers. wide receivers is huge. Literally every tight end too. So I mean, every, yeah, it doesn't matter how good the nucleus is if nothing else is going to work. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I'm I'm hopeful because that's all I can be, you know. Otherwise, it's just going to be another year of me making fun of you guys again. So Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, off the field. that is it. Uh, that is the best sports answer you have given in my over decade knowing friendship. You. Just that was fantastic. Yeah. Um, if you look at this from a pro and con standpoint, and both of you touched on this uh, briefly, Alex Smith and a Jay Gruden design offense makes sense. He fits that West Coast quarterback, get the ball out as fa- quickly, three-step drop, five-step drop max, slants, you know, short to intermediate routes, which is Alex Smith's bread and butter. Mm-hmm. We've also established a pretty good uh, RPO type of offense, run-pass option, especially in the red zone. Alex Smith, uh, you could say he, he's a better runner than Kurt. Mm-hmm. Um, those make sense. Um, Alex Smith is coming off a career year. This was the most passing yards he's ever thrown for first time we threw over 4,000 yeah as he's as Kirk, he's has Kirk done the, that? I think. three years in a row three years in a row oh, yeah. yeah that's right with less that's all well and good <laughs> um bitter and in half the time so yeah. bitter it, i'm just extremely but can ahead. alex smith take the put the whole team on his back and no. win these games no, no. that's that's no. not that's not him that's not that's well not that's him. also not how a football team fucking supposed to work I don't think that well, he... Unless you have an Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, or, right. Or like or an Aaron Rodgers but or even, Tom Brady can do that. Like, yeah, but they weren't even really... Two-minute drill, you need yeah. to go oh, okay, touchdown. Yeah. But that's but, it. Yeah, but no, I don't think but so. That's he's, it. he's not that either. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. And, it, and it's kind of... I guess more reports came out because, I mean, we didn't like... We didn't like the trade to begin with, and then we saw we gave up one of our oh best God. players in yeah. Kendall Fuller. And, Bobby, you said young, controllable <laughs> talent. Young, controllable talent is the backbone of every successful franchise, not just in football, just sports in general. Or yeah. just you hear all yeah. the time just in baseball, yeah. you know, company like just yeah. It's you got a short, kind of you have a short window of their best output. Yeah, and and so especially on defense, it's the reason why we the, two the Sixers are looking up. We had two years left on his contract. His rookie contract. God, <laughs> what <laughs> was no? Here you go, best slot corner in the game. Yeah, two years left it? on his rookie contract. As yeah. we're going to lose our number two corner in Bashad Breeland? Correct. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. And what so are they doing? I, let's storm, let's storm, asking, let's, let's storm the castle, questions. bros. Well, 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 who great question. Malcolm Greg. Butler might be available. Yeah. 
Of course, there were a lot of rumors. It was reported that Denver offered a second round pick and a keep to leave. What? was a Pro Bowl corner in, a, in, in his own right. Yeah, and then apparently, apparently we, the we Browns, came over the top. The Browns were a, a bit. So it did become a bidding war. Yeah. Yes. That's what we, and again, you know, last week's episode was our raw reaction to it as it was happening. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have all this information. So it did become a bidding war. Yeah. And that's what the Redskins had to give up to, to win. My question is, did it have to be Kendall Fuller? Did That's the Chiefs the ask for him, or did we offer him up? Because if we offered him up, there has to be someone else on this roster that we could have offered up that they would have taken. Give him Fabian. Give him, give, give him Fabian and Sua. I don't care. Just, I Quentin mean, Dunbar. I think, I think they would have been happy with Sua. We just signed Quentin Dunbar, too. I know. We did. We yeah. So... That's, well, that's, Sua, it's not a guarantee he's going to play. Yeah, so I, I, don't, I don't think they would have taken that. Just, just Sua. That if, was, he, if he was playing. That was my Isn't question is what, how, and that's probably an answer we're never going to get, how that transcribed, how that went back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like, did they ask for Kendall or did we offer him up? I would hope we did not. But if if it came down to it and we had to give him up to get Alex Smith, that softens the blow a little bit. I still don't agree with it. Yeah, I but it's, so, I mean, it's, is, it's like, hey, and, you, and we'll get we'll agree with you if you include Kendall Fuller. Well, okay. What was kind of ironic as bad. about that is you know what we said uh, for months upon month, years now actually with Kirk Cousins being under under center was you know this is not a reflection of how good he is but this is how the NFL works now. Mm-hmm. If you have a good quarterback, they're going to get a hundred million dollar mm-hmm. plus contract. Alex Smith is good, very very good uh, according to last year especially. Um, this is what it, I guess this is what it costs to have someone that is just you know a second third tier guy. Yeah, yeah. And also, what does that say about us as an organization? Because that acquisition of Alex Smith, and at first when we saw the trade, we were going, oh, this is like a bridge type of uh, you know setup where we draft, we bring Alex Smith on, draft a young guy, he can you know Alex Smith can mentor him, and mm-hmm. we can groom him, and then he's ready, you know, year two, year three, what have you. Um, and then we saw the contract extension, and we saw the guaranteed money, and then we saw Kendall Fuller. This trade is an action of a team that's pushing their chips in, thinking, you know, we got a legitimate shot to, to be a force here in the NFL in our division. Let's go for it. This is not a team that's in a rebuild would do this. Yeah. Is, is Kansas, just, just curious, is Kansas City more the type that looks for a younger talent when looking to like rookie potential as opposed to veteran status? That's a really good question. And with the, they spent their first round pick on Patrick Mahomes last year. They traded up to get him number 10 overall, number 10 overall quarterback. And uh, so that was their, you know, forward thinking is we want to have him have him play under Alex Smith for a year and then we'll move forward. And it typically, that's what most winning organizations do is they trade away their star players when their value is at its highest, and they can get the most return on it, and then they Belichick. get the they get the suckers yeah, like Belichick. they get the suckers like the Redskins that pull in all this veteran talent that's in the ender or the, <laughs> the later part of their years. Like we do that all the time. Yeah, is spend these huge amounts of money on players that only stay for a couple of years, then we sell them away to somebody else mm-hmm. and make the same mistake over and over again. Every time I hear you guys talking about it, of just like uh, Garcon, Deshaun. Uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, quarterback. Uh, now Nick. with Alex, Alex Smith. Um, uh, who else did we bring on? Uh, well, there was just some like the older with, group with of McNabb. just like right. That was the, that was, uh, was another thirty-three year old quarterback from Andy Reid. Yeah, from Andy Reid, and we gave up a high draft pick. It was a second round pick for McNabb, and yeah. we gave him all kinds of guaranteed money. And within a month, it was complete disaster. Yeah. I don't want to compare this Alex Smith to Donovan McNabb. I think they're two completely. No, yeah, definitely. No, Alex Smith is definitely ab- above. Yeah. And he McNabb. has an, an 
Alex Smith has an excellent reputation through uh, coaches and his teammates. He's the, you know the kind of guy that you you know you want in your locker room. Great leader. Yeah. yeah, and I think there's some things. What what deters me through this is what Bobby already mentioned was Kendall Fuller to begin with. I would say Kendall Fuller number one. Yep. Mm-hmm. What bothered me the most. Yep. And then the extension too. Yeah. And because yes, he's 33 years old, and I do of course I don't like that either. But I mean, this has been a guy that's been, you know, knock on wood, relatively healthy throughout his career. Yeah, I mean, the, <laughs> until he gets to the Redskins. Until he gets to the Redskins, yeah, of course. And then O line starts deteriorating. Then <laughs> his pocket yeah, starts my list collapsing. Wasn't in near and he's getting sacked the shit yeah. out of him. It was just kind of my thought process along the whole the whole thing. Yeah, um, and I mean, I really want to see is Jay Gruden the best offensive mind that Alex Smith has played under. So no. I'm doubtful. Jay, you like Andy Reid more? I like Absolutely. Andy Reid way better. Yeah, I, I like Andy Reid more. But the thing with me is Alex Smith is best when he does bootlegs. Mm-hmm. He's best on the move. Jay Gruden does not bootleg that much. Does Kirk, Cous- Kirk that. Cousins even asked for more bootlegs. Yeah. Let me and, he, move. and he never got it. Did you also and see, and, and I forget who it was, saying that Bob and Weave. Jay Gruden is going to be frustrated with, Kirk, uh, with Alex Smith within the first couple of weeks because Alex Smith is not one to force a ball. Yep. He's going to... He's going to tuck gonna it or he's going to hold yeah. on to it. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, a lot of Jay Gruden's offense is, okay, it's, it's going to be there. Just <laughs> you have to trust that it's going to be there and throw it. And he's saying he's gonna, uh, Jay's going to get real frustrated with Alex because he's not going to take you know, those chances. If, you, if yeah. you remember, Jay said to Kirk, like, I wish he threw more interceptions. He did. He's, yeah. he's yeah. taking more shots. Yeah. And that is not going to be the case with Alex Smith. It's going to be, uh, I want to say boring, but yeah. it's going to be – you know, the, the five yard passes, five yard out routes, dig yeah. routes, what have you. The the game management. I hate that style. term. I know, I mean, so do I. But that's the that's the best term for for Alex Smith right now. God, I, I hope he does. I hope he does well. Yeah, you know, but uh, he has less weapons. Mm-hmm. It, here's the thing: the O line, if healthy, I consider it a top five O line. Absolutely, especially from a pass blocking. Though. Yes, pass blocking. Run yeah. blocking. Yeah. yeah, that's a little suspect. <laughs> <laughs> or we just don't have the right running back. Yeah, Whatever. There's also a running back. Straight up the middle every time. <laughs> nope. But nope. And see you other, later. I mean, I mean, we keep going back to this too. The weapons. I mean, who's going to play wide receiver for the Redskins next year? Who's going to be the number one target? Is Jordan Reed going to be healthy? Can no. we establish a running game? Can the defense get off the field when it needs to? If I mean, so many other things. Like we just talked about, Tom Brady hit the sticks. You know, quarterback wins. <laughs> what did they really mean? You know, yes, you can win with Alex Smith, but a lot of other things have to come together for this team to be successful. If there's yeah. one player that should be celebrating this acquisition, I think it's Jameson Crowder. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I think he'll be best. He'll, he'll be the best weapon because if, of all the underneath routes or screen. Hypothetically, he was supposed to be this year. You're right. Like, no, I mean, we, I, I'd love the the soundbite of you know five months ago when we were all like Crowder is going to oh, be. I was all in. Pryor is <laughs> going to be. You know, Doxon's going to be just like, oh my god, we're going to just murder everybody. <laughs> so rub, rub it in, Gregory. It's just. It's just. It's. I don't know. It's. There's no there's no statistical evidence to prove anything is going to be better. None. Well, no. Absolutely. And that's, not yet. that's what's that's what's yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that hypothetical. That's that and like all right, it. hopefully Alex Smith is going to come in and inject his, you know, prowess and his uh professionalism and and his ability to lead to hopefully make this better. But if we don't have people protecting him and we don't have runners that can, you know, uh, hit the hit uh different seams and hit the park like there's it's not going to matter. Right. Especially now you're in a division with the best team in football, the Eagles. Right, yeah. With the Cowboys we them twice a, a year. team than us. Yep. With young, controllable talent. And yep. then the Giants, could, the only way they can go is up. 
Because yep. they just came off their worst season. Don't worry, they'll still beat us in Week 17. They'll be healthy. Alex Smith threw two interceptions. Yeah, you can't imagine they'll, they'll have a court date that'll get reversed. You have to and imagine they'll be, they'll able be to play. a little more healthy next year. <laughs> yeah, like Od- Ob- Odell Beckham and yeah, yeah, very true. And you mentioned you know evidence. The what is the the blueprint for success? And if we look at the three Super Bowl losses from the Patriots, the Giants twice, and now Philly and. What they did, and we talked about this last week, was just dominating from the front seven. Mm-hmm. Defensive line, linebackers. Yeah. And I think the Redskins are on the right track, drafting Jonathan Allen, finding a stud in um, the third rounder in Matt Ioannidis, fourth round, excuse me. And uh, hopefully they'll re-sign Zach Brown. I think that's, this has got to be the blueprint that they have to allocate not only their draft picks, but their free agency to getting top-tier yeah. interior Up the middle, please. Yep, up the middle. Talent. And bring Junior Glebb back. This is the Please second, thank you. Yeah. The second and, row, you know, I think Jacksonville was a prime example of that. I mean, they spent top dollar on Calais Campbell, who might be the defensive player MVP. Um, you know, they spent a third round pick Dwight uh, uh, Fowler from Florida. Then you had Yannick Ngakwe, the Maryland Kia Terp. I am <laughs> a Terp. They spent money on uh, their offensive lines, defensive line, linebackers, everything from the trenches yeah. on yeah. out. And they're right there to beat the Patriots in the AFC Championship. They should have beat the Patriots. Should have been good and so I would say that's got to be the game plan moving forward. Yeah. Now that you know we're not going to be spending, we we did save a little bit of money. Kirk's off the table. Yeah. So now so, let's build it the right way. Well, uh, unless there is a rumor that we're in fact going to transition tag him and then trade him. Somehow. That is the that, dumbest thing. It's not going to work. Yeah. That's okay. Please do not do that. I mean, God. I read a great piece. Well, by now they're gonna. John Kime, ESPN writer for the Redskins. <laughs> yeah, you're probably, you're probably he, right. he basically said why it's not going to work. I mean, there's just there's just so many, you know loops and bounds you have to go through to make it work and there's so many yeah. ifs like there's just too much control in Kirk's camp right now because the, the uncertainty is yeah. just stupid so high stupid too, if, if we do it that's high. just that's a, <laughs> such a Bruce yeah. thing to do I know Bruce. it's like hello you lost this opportunity two years ago <laughs> for a lot cheaper yeah yep. a lot so, cheaper I mean and that, that kind of also brings up my point but what, what I don't like about the trade and with the Kendall Fuller thing, and I, I can't take credit for this thought, but I 100% agree with it. When I heard it, it clicked. I, I want to say it was Danny Ruye on 106.7, but I'm not positive. Kendall Fuller is the price we pay for effing up the Kirk situation in the first place. This huh. is our quote-unquote tax to to make up for because we, we messed it up in the first Stupid place. Stupid tax. Meaning we, Bruce and Dan, <laughs> start, messed it up two or three years ago, and so this is what we have. This is the price that we pay for messing it up. Mm. Had we just signed him back then, this would not be a thing. Yeah, I Kendall agree. Fuller and Kirk Cousins will both be Redskins for the next five years. That's a good point. I'm so upset now. So I just, <laughs> I, I, that's what I damn just, it. I heard that point. And I was like, that that's exactly right. Yeah, he's the uh, price we have to pay for effing up Kirk Cousins' situation. And he's a local boy. He's homegrown. Good counsel, Virginia Tech. That's he cool. wants All to be. Player he of the grew year. up a Redskins yeah. fan. On so I, I would say unbelievably believable. I would <laughs> I would say that the general consensus is we don't like the trade. But I'm okay with yeah, it. Yeah, you know, I'm 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 a little bit further down the ladder than I was uh, yeah. last oh, week. Oh yeah, we sure. were eleven last week. I stick by my raw reaction. Yeah, me too. I, yeah. I stick by oh, it. Yeah. Me too. I yeah. think yeah. I thought the, the way it kept on coming out was just dumb, dumb and dumber. Yeah, it's just dog shit. And dog it's, it's, shit. it's it's kinda one of those things where you know when you're about to get a shot and you're just like I, I can't look when I get a shot. I'm like, I just look the other way, then you like you just anticipate it, like, oh it's gonna hurt, or you know, you're about to get hit, you're like just waiting, like I knew Kirk was leaving. Yeah. yeah. But then yeah. finally, when it happened, same. It hit me like, yeah, yep. He's gone. It's like, damn it. 
Yeah. <laughs> It was shocking. That's what upset us the most. Yeah. That we, it, it's finally it, official. Right. It wasn't you Alex. Know. It wasn't Alex. No, it was no. never Alex. Again, it was, it losing was Kirk. never him. It, it was, was losing Kirk. You remember Absolutely. the pre-taped commercial from the Super Bowl? Yeah. A little awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that local uh, <laughs> local commercial that was playing with him uh, putting in radiators, whatever that freaking thing was for. Yeah. That was pretty bad. That was weird. Apparently, <laughs> apparently today all of Kirk's merchandise like, nope, is on sale. <laughs> oh, he no, he yeah, he set up promo. I actually retweeted it from at PMIC Podcast on Twitter. All his like his personal stuff is bogo. Oh, buy one, get one. Buy yeah. one, get one free. I saw that. Wow. Because they're all burgundy and gold. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so he is. He's God. Alive. <laughs> and that's, yeah, and I he, agree, Tom. I think that was just the biggest bummer and shock of it all was that Kirk era in DC is finally done. It's officially his, over. His it's response to about leaving in his interview couldn't have been more professional. Couldn't have been more just like, you know, I wish I could have stayed, but that's the business and it's okay. I don't, I don't front the or I don't uh, fault the front office. I don't. Uh, I'm not mad at anybody. You know, I'm glad for the time that I had here. He was talking about how he met his wife, the time that he had with his congregation and his church. Like he couldn't have said nicer things when he had every here. right to be like, "You guys suck," yep. and just toyed around with me this whole time. And now his uncertainty, which he's going to land somewhere, hopefully good. I hope he goes to Denver as a, as a, pro, a top area that he's going to go to. Please. Whether or not that happens is up to be seen. But his response that he had immediately after that, and talking about how he found out the same way everybody else did, nobody bothered to tell him that that was what was happening. Just yeah. as a professional courtesy to say. Hey, we're going in another direction, and it may have been that like that decision that some person on the inside had found out that Alex Smith was going to be it, and then leaked it to the USA Today. Maybe that was the case, but still, the way that just uh, you can't give the Redskins the benefit of the doubt because they just trash everything. They don't deserve it, and they don't deserve the benefit of the doubt of how they handle, um, you know, uh, how they're with everything with their players. But I just I felt so like, oh man. I wish everything was the best for him. That was just amazing. It was the Kansas City start. I don't mean to correct you, but it was the Kansas City start. But oh. also along those lines, Porter, like I, someone else was saying, like you know, they didn't even give him the courtesy of coming to him and being like, "Hey, is there any?" Like again, they haven't talked. Someone was Didn't saying, said "Someone was saying they Kirk Kirk's camp and the Redskins did not talk since after that Dallas game. That's that insane. was that was the week after Thanksgiving. It's insane and." Now, it was a week before February, or like the first, it was February 1st, I think it was, yeah. and they had not talked. So they didn't even bother giving him the courtesy of, hey, is there any way we can work this out? No? Okay, we're going in a different direction. Yeah, thanks, for, thanks for your time. Yeah. They didn't even bother establishing any line of com- communication. It's just the principle It means they didn't want him. It was just like, what? means they didn't want him. This guy is, one, been you drafted him, been a part of this organization for the last six years. Two, he's in the record books. I mean, you can you now cannot talk about Redskins quarterbacking history without mentioning Kirk Cousins. Not because of what happened off the field, but what happened on the field. Winning off the field? No, (laughs) on the field, Bruce. He set (laughs) records for this franchise, and you just didn't even bother to give him a phone call, which is unbelievable. Yeah, the people in that front office are regosh. Can we report them to the Better Business Bureau? Oh I don't know. <laughs> Can we? I don't know how that, yes. I don't know how that thing works. Please. That, seems, that seems like a, something Porter would know. Yes. Yeah. Let's totally do that. Oh, my God. I bet they'll... We'll, let's get them an F rating. Oh, that'd be great. Double, Along with uh, Big Baller brand. Double double B-B-B. dog shit. <laughs> I, I'm sure they'll be fine. Yeah. Well, it's not like they're going to care. They'll but. spit in our face. <laughs> Just like the day Kirk. And they'll still be top three. If there's there's probably the a form with the Better Business Bureau, and I will fill it out. Yeah. I'll... I'll it's, gladly print yeah. it out. How many, yeah. how many, how many signatures? Also, let me put, point out, because I did get in a discussion on Twitter about this. Anyone who says that 
um, the Redskins uh, gave him a fair offer last year and Kirk turned it down. That was a low ball offer. Low ball. That was below market value for quarterback. Yep. The offer that they're giving Alex Smith is what he should have gotten three years ago. Th- that is a fact. Yeah. People need to yes. stop disputing that that the Redskins that Kirk spat in their face first. No, 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 no. Alternative. This facts. has no. always been a Redskins issue. Yep. By lowballing him and giving him the bare minimum, and and treating him like shit. Because yeah. Bruce Allen came out and with that stupid with stu- press release and, saying oh we offered him Bruce, the Bruce most. Bruce and Snyder are just garbage people. Piece God of shit. damn it. But the PR they can spin. Oh, boy. They well, just, yeah, because they're the only like ones a, with the mic. Yeah. They control that organization, what anyone else can say. And when you speak up against anything else, bottom of the barrel. Yep. So Now you're again, ostracized. Horrible offer last year, and the contract that Alex Smith just got is what Kirk should have got. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just unbelievable. I'm pissed. <laughs> Redskins going to Redskin? Next. Redskins Are you surprised? Redskins. No, not yep. at all. Yep. But so, you want to hit the hardwood? Yeah, let's do it. Well, we have time. It's about damn time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, at least, uh, well, oh yeah, that other let's, sport. Let's give the Wizards the, some people the benefit like. of the doubt here because they're playing on a back-to-back against a good Philly team that we... And it's podcast night. It's podcast night. We don't win on podcast loss. night except for last week. Oh, uh, right. For, forgot but we the, still the paid chicken. a price. Yeah. Shut up, Greg. This is ridiculous. John Wall on ESPN just said, quote, funny hearing Gortat talking when he just gets the most spoon-fed, easiest baskets because of him. Because of me. John Wall said that. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Really? In response to a Gortat tweet. Oh. Well, the jury's still out whether or not he's actually a war criminal or not. (laughs) He looks like one. He does. My butt's asleep. I would would not like to meet him in an alley. No. No. He was a boxer, too. Yeah. Of course he was. He's Polish. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And... I we found out actually we John Wall uh, surgery was announced the same day that Alex Smith that that trade so that was supposed yeah. to be our, like our news of the night John Wall's out for the next six to eight weeks silly yes and watching him this season <laughs> John is down in every single statistical offensive category yeah and his defense has been terrible I wish there was a metric that we could somehow find that out too but I mean he's I'm, sure there, I'm well, sure there is well, there, Shit's there given. was he was. In the in the in the NBA, <laughs> he was standing around, not walking or running mm-hmm. more than any other player in the league. His, which now it's proven why because yeah. he needs knee surgery. Yep. But he's his so, knee's been hurt all season. Yeah. He had to, and we, yeah. we and Tom and I have been sitting there saying like, please, please be hurt, please be hurt. Yeah, <laughs> please we, let there be a reason why you're a shell of yourself. Yes, I mean, he's gone. He's down from last year, his best year. Twenty three points, 80% free throw shooter to seventy two. Rebounds four point two to three point six, assists ten point seven to nine point three. I mean, he was so just significant drop off. This was categories. the wor- This was his least efficient season since his rookie year. Um, and again, I, I of course I don't wish injury upon anyone, but I we are relieved because okay, this makes sense. Yes, you know, something is not right, and it's physical. Yes, there's Good. an actual problem, and there's an actual fix to it. Yes, a solution, yeah. which is surgery. Theoretically. And then our Wizards are now on a five-game winning streak, which is about to be snapped because it's podcast night. God Direct. forbid the Wizards ever yeah, win on podcast fine. night. Our bad. What do we and got? We're down by 14 with a minute left? Yeah. Yeah, we'll be fine. The Wizards are totally going to pull through. God damn it, Gregor. <laughs> so, we, got, we, got, we got so much time. You'll be fine. Well, <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are fine. Just came they, I, I feel like the reverse jinx is that they don't win because you guys don't believe in them. Thanks, Rag. Thanks, Rag. It really wasn't until this past week that I can't even begin to explain how completely frustrating they've been this season. Yeah. 
Keith has been is down on every statistical category. So is Otto pretty much, except but, for he averages point three points more per game this year. In these in five this. games, Keith has played well though. Yeah, which is a he's our big, X factor. He he is the X factor. He spreads the floor out. He opens it up. Bradley Beal has played like a number one. Yep, he actually has. Yep, and with John out, Tomas Sadoransky. Is my, is my man. He's playing well. I like that I like name. Him. Yeah, Tomas. Sato. Tomas Sadarensky. <laughs> just rolls off the tongue. He goes by Sato. Yeah, he well, does. At least that's what I, like him, that's, I like him even better. That's exactly. what that's what Buck Hans calls <laughs> him. Love it. I've been, I've been asking for him to get more playing time since the beginning of the year. You should have him on the show. Tim Fraser needs to sit his ass down. Yep. <laughs> and he starts. Sato's been starting. and So for the past, uh, during this five-game winning streak, they handedly beat two lottery teams, Orlando and Atlanta which is something that we've struggled with all season beating bad teams. Yep. And then we have two incredibly in- impressive wins against, you know, premieres of the NBA in the Thunder and, and the Raptors. We beat Indiana last night. Beat Indiana last night. I mean, these were teams that were, were beating on the road. Also, we really came to, you know, when Gort Tot said, we great team win, but that's what they've been. They've been yeah. sharing they the ball and and finally locking it down on defense yeah. finally it, it's been this is the wizards that i expected yeah. we assisted right. on 74% of our uh, field goals mm-hmm. that's i mean that's a crazy stat 74% and and so if you look at this team from last year because really the what was the wizards biggest problem last year was their bench as yes. soon as their starters went out every shit hit the fan yep. oh my god andrew nicholson got paid 30 million dollars to do what and now he's already out of the league um Really, what's been the most problematic thing for the Wizards, other than John Wall's injury, that's obvious, has been the, the what their issues with the front court. And yep. that's been Marcin Gortat, Jan Mahimi, and then, and then uh, Marquise Morris has been a shell of himself, too. Really, the only shining light that we've had in the front court is Mike Scott, mm-hmm. who signed a veteran minimum deal, who's been you know a godsend for us in the yeah. bench. And so, so now, with the trade deadline two days away... Mm-hmm. Rumors, uh, I mean, the rumors are going to be swirling for the next 48 hours. Yeah. Um, but I think it's 3 o'clock on Thursday, Tom? Does that sound right? Yeah. Give sometime take, Thursday whatever, afternoon, yeah. yeah. It's the um, the 8th. And, you know, today we were linked with DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. Cl- Clippers are cleaning house. We already yep. knew that. Yeah. Um, teams have, or I guess teams have an ass. I think it's more the Wizards are shopping Gortat, um, see who's out there. And they, he actually has gained interest, which is interesting. Uh, my question is, too, do you think you can get maybe trade Mahimi just to get that contract off the books? Yeah. Who would you rather have right now? Would you rather have Gortat or Mahimi? Uh, honestly, I'd rather have Mahimi. Well, because no, I with, think the contract, with the contract, yeah. I'd rather have Gortat. Okay, well, I, I think we can all agree that Gortat's better offensively, but Mahimi is much better defensively. He's yeah. a better rim protector. Both of them are, are terrible and are in a <laughs> – their, their style of play is so past what today's NBA is. And there are these stonewalled, yeah. big, lumbrous yeah. centers that just can't run. And mm. Look at Joel Embiid. Yeah. That's the style center you need, an athletic yeah. center. He, well, he it's just, either whooped us. you either have an athletic center like DeAndre Jordan that can protect the rim, block shots, rebound, or you can have a center that can shoot. Yeah. Yeah. That but can shoot from I, the outside. I, I that think has a even, outside. even DeAndre Jordan is better offensively than Cortad and Mahimi. Better than Mahimi. I wouldn't yeah. say better than... You don't think so? No. He doesn't I mean, have like a back-to-the-basket no. type of... He, he's not a scorer. I mean, he yeah, Lob City all day. Yeah. I mean, he's got the dunks. He's got all that. But and his field no. goal percentage do you is think high because all of his baskets are... Yeah. You know, okay, but do you and think... that was Chris Paul. And not to mention his free Chris throw. Paul. His mm-hmm. free throw is just... 
horrendous. Yeah. So, but do you think he poses a more? Uh, what am I trying to say? Not offensive threat, but do you think he attracts more eyes from the opposing team on the offensive side of the ball than I Cortado would, or Mahimi? Yeah, like, I would rather have I DeAndre he, Jordan. Yeah, he's Absolutely. a player that people have to plan. But I'm not giving up a first round and Kelly Oubre. No, 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 no. That's that. No, 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 no. no. I the, saw that too. Who this brought that team, to our attention? This team with DeAndre Jordan would be. Yes. Yes. Yes, that right that brought that to our attention? Yeah. So mm-hmm. what was what the rumors were were uh, first round pick? That's obvious. And then it would be Kelly Oubre. Uh, maybe someone else would be thrown in there, but basically the nucleus of that trade would be Ubre plus a first. So you have a potential star in Kelly Ubre and a first round pick for one of the best centers in the NBA, defensive centers that is. Kelly Ubre still barely, but still falls under that young controllable talent category. Yeah, oh so yeah, he was a Kendall Fuller. Area. Yeah, and then yeah. so you know I was thinking about that. I was like, no, and the reason why it's not because of the draft, the first round pick, which of course I'd like to keep. It's Kelly Ubre. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking more about it. I was like, I would take Otto for straight up for your DeAndre Jordan. I, I agree with that. Start, put Kelly in the starting lineup. Yeah. He's proven himself. Otto has not played that well this year. It's crazy. But he, you I, shut I, your I, mouth when you're talking about a porter. <laughs> yeah, you should have bought his jersey. Whatever I'm Maybe playing. Maybe we wouldn't be having this conversation. Whatever. I'm playing dominoes right now. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Are you winning? Actually, yes. 45 to 10. I don't even know how to play dominoes. I don't know what that means. What? <laughs> you guys don't know how to play dominoes? No. no. It's the greatest game ever. Spider Solitaire, you guys, boy. You guys, you guys need to get better at your... Spider Solitaire, boy. <laughs> no. So, I, I, we talked about this in the offseason after the Wizards season ended last year was we got to find a way to get rid of one of these contracts, Mihimi or Gortat. I, I don't think if there's anyone in the NBA that would want to take that. That's what I was. I was surprised when I heard that there was interest in Gortala. Who yeah. wants to take him? I don't know. I I, I don't know. Who who needs... is the Bruce Allen <laughs> of the NBA? The Knicks, it, right? The Knicks. Yeah, there you go. Is it? Yeah, because yeah. not the Lakers yeah. anymore. Yeah. I mean, if there. there's a, the Clippers, it's either Snyder no, or Dolan as the two no. worst owners in no. in American yeah. sports. Um, my first thought was the Knicks too. Like, yeah. I was like, could it be the Knicks? Like, but what? I don't know. Well, they, <laughs> I guess hey, they'd want Porzingis hey, to play por- the four. Porzingis just got carried off. He just got carried off in the injury. Again, don't wish an injury on anybody. But he's hurt. But he's hurt. We don't know. So <laughs> maybe actually, here's marching. The bench is not a problem this year like it was last year, especially with a healthy John Wall when he comes back. And actually, I want to go back to that trade. Because of the Wizards' recent success, winning five straight over the past week, that does not mean John Wall is tradable. So that's one no, of the dumbest for things any ever Wizards heard. fan, and I see this a lot on Twitter that thinks we should trade John Wall because he's he's ruining the team chemistry and look what we've I'm done. So sure, oh my God, so just shut the fuck. And I'm sure up. we're just a better shut team up. with him out. Yeah, I'm sure that that is ridiculous. How that's a thing, I'll just never understand. I don't understand. It was even on. I watched around uh, the horn. Folks? <laughs> uh, around the horn and PDI. Yeah, and it got brought up on both. Now yeah. everybody dismissed the hell out of it. Like, no, that's just asinine to say that you're better without John Wall in your lineup. Yeah. He, what, he's down to 9.3 assists a game? Yeah. Still down to 9.3. On, 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 on one leg. Still leading the Eastern Conference tied for first in the NBA, I believe, with uh, with Westbrook. Oh, yeah. So horrible. I mean, Jesus. I do like Bradley being more assertive with mm-hmm. without John in the lineup. Again, I love that. He has to. But And that's and the team has to share the ball more. And he needs to do that when John comes back. Yeah. And I, I so when John comes back healthy, because I, I know there were rumors recently that I think last year mostly about, you know, there was a lack of cohesion between Brad Beal and John Wall. They didn't get along, essentially. Mm. 
at this point with the se- season that Beal is having, there are two alphas in this team. Yes. Is that okay? Yeah. Can that work? Can because I, I'll say this right now: if the if the game is on the line, I, I don't want John to have the ball anymore. I want Bradley. Have I want Bradley yeah. to have the ball, and that's been in John's hands. Even put us into Game Seven last year in the playoffs because it was in his hands. But it needs to go to the better school. Everybody eats. Well, you look at all these. Everybody, everybody eats. eats. Everybody eats. Bro. Everybody eats. <laughs> everybody eats. When you look at these other super teams in the NBA. Like there's two alphas on the Warriors. There's multiple alphas. Used to be on the Cavs. Mm-hmm. On the on the Celtics. That didn't work out though. Well, the Cavs won a championship. Well, the thing is, yeah, that, that's a good point, Bobby. Because yes, there were a number of alphas, but when you think about when the Heat first formed with the LeBron, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, yep, the only the only w- reason why it worked is because both Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade delegated. We go, you know what, LeBron, this is your team. Yep, yep. this the, you go. It's we follow you. You're Domino. our leader. <laughs> so who's the leader on the Warriors? <laughs> Boom. Between KD and Steph, Draymond Green's the leader. Green. He's, he's okay, leader, but no, but, but okay. Who's, okay. who's the Who, number one? Like, yeah, who's the guy you want to take in the last shot? I mean, this is Porter. a debate we don't have to have because Porter. Yeah, good call. I that's a, I I think whoever's feeling it at the moment probably. But yeah. I'm, I'm saying it depends on the match. Yeah. Steve Kerr is such a great coach, though. Yeah. yeah, and it's and it's working for them. Yeah, and you know one of the main credits we gave uh, Scott Brooks when the Wizards hired him was that he can manage. Um, superstars because he did West uh, Westbrook and Durant and OKC and Harden three and MVP Harden candidates. and Harden yeah. three MVP candidates yes correct so well, what's different with the Warriors is even yes there are two alphas but there's also two all stars in Draymond Green and Clay Thompson in their own right there's no other there's nobody others to ha- that should have that ball mm-hmm. with the game on the line other than Brad Beal or John Wall yeah maybe Otto and, if he's feeling it and I, here's Otto, the thing yeah. I, I prefer Bradley Beal not the ball in his hands I prefer him coming off a screen yeah. Oh, Coming yeah. off a ball screen and then and shooting, him, yes, or driving, yeah, either way. Yeah, but John Wall, his when he, when he has the ball in the last ten seconds, and he does the fadeaway, does the fadeaway jumper at the fucking elbow every time. Contested, <laughs> contested. so contested. Yes, every time. No, yeah. now don't get me wrong. Game six against the Celtics, I was very one happy. of the best shots I've ever seen in my life. It was kind of like a Brett Favre like touchdown. We're like, no, 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 no. no, no. no. Oh. oh my god. Oh, good job, <laughs> good job. I believed it the whole time. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it the entire time. I knew it was time. coming in. Still one of the best shots I've ever seen, but uh, that's not that's not the shot that I was yeah. selected. Yeah. So we're, we're we're pretty much at we're almost done here. We're about at an hour, so let's end on the Wizards. Um, now with that trade line trade deadline coming, is there anything that you're looking for? I mean, any ideas? Any number? Any players you put in the trade machine? I mean, DeAndre jumps out. Obviously, we, we've. I want Lou Williams. Lou Williams too. I, want Lou Williams. Uh, I saw a good he's gonna. Be there, someone's gonna have to pay top dollar yeah, for him which, with the which seasons he's I don't. I don't want to do that either. Uh, uh, so really, the one position where I think they need a serious upgrade is uh, Beal's backup because Jody Meeks, who apparently requested a trade this yeah, what week, what is that? After he's having the worst season of his career, is unhappy with the amount of shots that he's getting, and so he requested a trade. This has been a position that Ernie Grunfeld has not been able to solve. Marcus Thornton was the backup. Before that, it was Rasul Butler, rest in peace. Um, And then now Jody Meeks. We're getting absolutely zero productivity out of the backup shooting guard position. You know, uh, a a team that is tanking right now are the Atlanta Hawks. They have a sharpshooter in Marco Bellinelli that can score at his own, play from the outside, can play both the two and the three. You know, that's a trade target that I don't think would cost too much and be willing to give up something, you know, minimal. Bogdanovich uh, also lit us up last night. Of course he did. <laughs> that, that's the one. Is, that's one of the rules. You know the rules. <laughs> Everybody knows the rules. Everybody knows them. Bobby, any any anything? I'm trying to look it up because I I did see my buddy Chase Hughes over at NBC Sports Washington. He put together a nice shopping list. 
Um, he also said that. Ooh, nice. There's I, not going to be that. much going on. Yeah. Right now for the trade deadline, he said during the offseason there'd be big moves. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing that's more. That's the so. last I saw from Chase. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't find it right now, which is annoying me. Because it was last week and now. Well, e- either what, I, what I've what i read is that if there is a trade to be made, it's going to be something that, you know, it's not going to be a breaking news type yeah, of thing. It's, it's going to be a, a role play or something like that that can do what it is, whatever they're looking it's for. It's going to be an Ernie move. I think. It's going to be an Ernie move. Yeah, and especially now that we have a great, a, a very, very solid backup point guard, we re- we don't necessarily need a, a Jordan, I mean, Jamal Crawford or uh, what, was you, what was the other guy in the Clippers that you just said? Uh, Lou Williams. Um, Lou Williams, guys right. that can score on their own. We have a point guard that can set them up in mm-hmm. Sato, especially. That is when John comes back. Sato. Sato. Yeah, I love Sato. Sato. Six seven, athletic, good defender. Fine. Ian, Ian is, in, kiss your ass a little bit. You are excellent at evaluating basketball. Mm-hmm. You have been, <clears throat> when we drafted Brad right. and Beal in his rookie year, and Ian kept on saying, because Brad, they had. Beal had a really uh, he struggled his rookie year and he yeah. was like no man I'm, I'm telling you just 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 watched you'll see just stay the course he's right he's gonna be and good the same thing with Kelly you're this was a guy that was a raw talent and just was just a freak athlete and you're like just 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 wait just wait and you're right on that mm-hmm. and you're right on Sato you are yeah you have quite a good batting average when it comes to evaluating young basketball high potential basketball. basketball yeah that's well that's your sport and I yeah. get it I mean. Especially Kelly. Kelly. I mean, he's just so raw. His defense, he's, I mean, he's been our best defender, or our wing defender. I, I would want a lot if we have to trade Kelly. Yeah, I, I want nothing to do with getting rid of Kelly. I don't want to get rid of him. At the same time, he's going to be a free agent next year. We're not going to be able to pay him. No, we are not. So that you, comes I mean, back to me in return. Yeah, yeah it's, oh, it's so upsetting. I don't want to trade him this year, maybe in the offseason, if we get, excuse me, if we, we get something substantial, but... He is what you see in the um, – he's a perfect complement to a star-studded team as a 3-and-D guy. Guy can hit outside shots mm-hmm. and defend the best player. Yep. And he's gotten much better. He's been our most improved player. Arguably, he should be up for – Without most. without Lou Williams, he'd be sixth man of the year. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Lou Williams, he's about to get paid. And so is Kelly next year. Yeah, absolutely. Bobby, you still looking for that article? I am. I can't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, buddy. No, no. But he had names that you just <coughs> mentioned, Lou Williams, DeAndre <coughs> Jordan, um, a couple other good ones. And not, maybe I can look for it. Marco Bellinelli. Post it on um, Bellinelli. I put like me that. and Coach Podcast yeah. on Facebook. And I, I, like, I like his heritage. Um, what is he, Irish? <laughs> Irish guy? <laughs> Sounds Irish to me. Guatemala? An Italian me. on the Wizards. You know how happy I'd be? I haven't been that happy since Tom Gugliotta. I was that, just, that's I was not, that's a, not a name. I was that's playing not, NBA that's not Jam. A word. There's too many vowels in that. Shit out of it with Tom Too many vowels in that word. Doesn't make any sense. All right. All right. Well, that was a solid episode, guys. Um, yeah. A lot more calm this week. Yeah. Than yeah. last week. <laughs> you guys are more reserved. A little bit. Put, putting on a good face for the cameras. The blood pressure is down a little bit. We want to give another. Oh my shot God! Could you imagine if he Corey. was here? <laughs> Jesus. No, we want to thank Corey uh, for for shooting us with for us. Uh, thank you so much. Check out PMIC Podcast on Twitter. And Instagram and our Facebook page, facebook.com slash PMIC podcast, because we'll have links and where to find out this video and this package. Yeah. And please of, interact of with us. Yeah. You know, any, like, anytime you want to share, talk all sports, that, we're here. Yeah. All that makes a huge difference, like a yeah. huge, huge difference to the people that like reach out and that we touch out. So share, like, it gets onto your page, it goes on other people's pages. Just be proactive would be, uh, be awesome. And you can also interact with us on Twitter uh, yeah. at Bobby underscore Blanco. At Tom underscore Natalie. 
Ian underscore Foster 21. And, um, um, I'm not on the internet. And uh, at PMIC Podcast on Twitter, one of us will respond. We all have the access to it. Um, yeah. So thanks again to Corey. Thanks, everyone, for listening. It's been Thank a good you. show. Um, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye, NFL. This has been Put Me In Coach Podcast.